You're listening to audio from Highland Baptist Church in Waco, Texas. To find out more about Highland, go to www.hbcwaco.org. People sometimes don't like change, but, but I believe in you and I know you can do this. Change, change is good for us. Well, let, let me rephrase that. Change within biblical boundaries is, is good for us. We're, we're calling today one. One gathering at one time that we're barely fitting into together today. One morning for us to lift our voices together as one in prayer and song. Christians today, our, our hearts are united as one in Christ. We're going to pray to one God. We're united together by the Holy Spirit, one spirit. Ephesians chapter 4, you'll see on the screen behind me, says there's one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. And to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ has measured. So here's what's going to happen today. thought I'd, we'd give you a little... Uh, preview of what's going to happen in these next many moments. We're going to teach on prayer. I'm going to do that here in just a second. What is prayer? How do I approach prayer? What, what should we expect when we pray? Then we're going to recount God's goodness. We're going to um, think about all the goodnesses of God. We're going to thank God for all that he has done. Then we're going to ascribe to God his character, his, his sovereignty, his faithfulness, his protection. And then we're going to pray for our community and its leaders and community ministries. Well, let's do some teaching first with your copy of God's Word. Would you go with me, please, to Luke chapter 18, the Gospel of Luke, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and the New Testament. Luke chapter 18. We're going to go to a parable that Jesus gave us about the Pharisee and the tax collector in Luke chapter 18, beginning in verse 9. Let me read this passage and then we'll come back and understand together what the Spirit would teach us and tell us and instruct us in today about prayer. Luke chapter 18, beginning in verse 9. He, meaning Jesus, also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and treated others with contempt. Two men went up into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee, standing by himself, prayed thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I give. But the tax collector, standing far off, would not even lift up his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Three things we can see about prayer right here. First, prayer is, is understanding who God is and who we are. The Pharisee certainly did not understand the heart of God. You can tell by the way that he prayed in verse 11, God, I thank you that I'm not like other people. 
And then he instructs God as if God is unable to see in verse 12. God, here's what I do. I, I fast and I give. I, I give of my tithes. The Pharisee did not know the character of God, nor did the Pharisee understand his own character either. He lists off all the sins of others in verse 11, but he never admits his own sin, his own failures, his own inadequacies. And then he lists off his self-righteous acts. Here's what I've done for you, God, in verse 12. But then listen to the tax collector. He understood the holiness of God. He understood the character of God. In verse 13, he's standing far off. Verse 13, he's not even lifting his eyes to God. He understood that God is a giver of mercy. We see that in verse 13. He knows who God is. And the tax collector also knows who he himself is. Verse 13, be merciful to me, a sinner. Prayer is understanding who God is and who we are. Secondly, prayer is trusting in God's power and confessing our powerlessness. The essence of prayer, I can wrap up with these five words. I can't, but God can. Prayer isn't doing everything that you can do and then adding God in on the backside. A prayer isn't trying to be powerful yourself and then just using God as an accessory when your attempts fail. A prayer is so much more than a safety net. It's a lifeline to the God of all life. Prayer is coming to God in dependence, to a God who can do all things and confessing to him, I can do nothing without you. So prayer is trusting in God's power and confessing our powerlessness. Thirdly, lastly, a lack of prayer is a lack of humility. Jesus explains this parable before he even begins it. I love when Jesus does this. It takes all the guesswork out. Look what it says in, in verse 9. He also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and that they treated others with contempt. This parable is for the one who struggles with humility. This parable is the one who struggles with humility before God and, and even humility before others. A, a prayer that is prayed and, and God is not exalted and, and love is not exuded is a prayer that is missing Humility. And so today we're going to have many opportunities to grow in the discipline of prayer. Many opportunities to grow in humble prayer. Prayer that trusts in God's power and not, not our own. Prayer that allows us to understand who God is and who we are. So we begin this morning with recounting God's goodness. Which is an important exercise in the life of a Christian. It's so easy in our culture today to point out the deficits, to point out the, the negative, to point out the things that are lacking. But when we remember and recount the goodness of God, it's so helpful to our heart. It's a needed spiritual discipline. So on the full screen, you see that we're going to enjoy recounting God's goodness by really doing two things. We're going to think about the blessings, the events, the, the graces of God. We're going to remember with the psalmist in Psalm 72, 12, I will ponder all of your wonderful deeds. And then we're going to thank God. You're going to thank God in the presence of God today. Engage your heart with gratitude and thank him for all that he has done for you. We will join with the words of the psalmist in Psalm 9. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will recount all of your wonderful deeds. And we want to give you, Highland, some time to do that right now. So let the words on the screen guide you in this time of prayer as you Sit before the Lord, 
and think back on all that he has done and then thank him for his marvelous deeds. we've spent some moments recounting the goodness of God in your own life. We're going to spend the next few moments ascribing to God his own character. Um, the word ascribing is just a, a big church word that means to tell God who he is, or rather maybe to, to remind God that, that we understand who he is and we submit to that power, that authority over our life. So we're going to give you three attributes on the screen of God, his sovereignty, his faithfulness, and his protection. And for each attribute, you're going to be given a scripture to look up on your own. We'll turn the lights up here in just a moment. Um, with your own Bible or your own device, you're going to look up these scriptures, and then you're going to uh, use the prompt and use the scripture to personalize these scriptures and pray over your own life using uh, the prompt on the screen. So as you do this, I've got a couple tips for you. First of all, we want you to personalize the scripture to, to your own um, life right now. Um, one thing we do know is when we pray the word of God, we pray the will of God. And so we know this is, this is the truth. This is the Father's heart right here. So when we pray out of this, we're praying his will. So we, we might take Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. And, and you might just turn to the Lord and say, Lord, in dot, 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 in this aspect of my life, I know that you have a plan and I know it's good and it may not feel good right now, but I know it's good because I know who you are. That's ascribing to God his character. We're going to do those on all three of these. You can take your own Bible. Um, you can do this. And then the second tip I have for you is this. Recognize that all three of these attributes of God have never changed. Our God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And his sovereignty, his faithfulness and protection back then are the exact same as they are right now. And you may be walking through the darkest times of your life, but we can hold fast to the knowledge that our God is good. And in all three of these things, he has never changed. So you can have a seat. You can pull out your own Bible and let's pray together for the next few minutes. seated, we're going to spend our last prayer time praying for our community. You know, prayer has a vertical axis to it and a horizontal axis. Uh, the first two times we've prayed this morning as a group, we have prayed with the vertical axis in mind. We have looked to God and thanked him for his goodness. We have ascribed to him the character that he has of his sovereignty, his protection over his people, his faithfulness toward his people. But now we're going to turn that axis and, and pray horizontally, which means we're going to pray for others, intercede on behalf of others. And in praying for our community today, we have three wonderful leaders that I want us to, to honor, and I'm going to ask for them to stand when I call their name. Waco Mayor Dylan Meek, Waco Police Chief Cheryl Victorian, and Waco City Manager Bradley Ford. The three of you would, would stand, please. Um, can we... Church family, at this time, thank God for these three and also show our appreciation to them. 
And all of you but them three can be seated at this point. Um, Dylan, our mayor's at the very back. Dylan, if you don't mind, just waving uh, at us back there. We have Chief Victoria and Robbie here to my right in the middle. And Bradley, I know you're here because I got texts from you. And here you are back over here on, on, on the left. Uh, church, we're going to spend some time praying out loud all together for these three. You see on the screen behind me some of the ways that you can be praying for them. Um, why pray out loud? Well, first of all, it does not confuse God when all of us are praying at the same time. That's not going to overwhelm him at all. But I think it's important for us to pray out loud that these three leaders might be strengthened by hearing our prayers. And let me just say, on behalf of the three of them um, and for the three of them, when you see them at church, it's not a great time to talk about jaywalkers and, and potholes and, and, and taxes. It's a perfect time to let them know you're praying for them, you, you love them, that you're for them. And so... Um, can I humbly ask Bradley and Dylan and Cheryl, would you mind just opening your hands like this as you receive the benefits of these prayers of, of the saints? And church, let's just pray out loud all together. You see some ways for us to pray, and then I'll close this in a few moments in this prayer. Let's pray together. Father, we are grateful for Dylan Meek. We are grateful for Cheryl Victoria. We are grateful for Bradley Ford. God, what a, what a blessing this city has to have Christians in these three positions, believers in Christ in these three positions. And God, because of that, we know that they would be the target of the enemy and of evil and of evil forces. And so, God, we're, we're here today during this time to pray Lord, that you would be a shield about them. God, when they're discouraged, that you would be the lifter of their heads. God, I know that all three of them seek you and they trust you and they plead with you for wisdom and discernment. So God, we pray for our city. We pray for the welfare of our city. We pray for the welfare of the, of the surrounding cities, the suburbs around Waco. God, we pray that your hand would be known and seen. Your hand would be our, our protection. Your nearness would be our good. So Lord, I, I thank you for their lives. I thank you for their families. I thank you for the friends, the family that they love, God. And we do, we pray safety and well-being over, over families and spouses and parents and kids, siblings. Father, we're so grateful for the three of them. We're grateful for our city. God, may your kingdom come here and may your kingdom culture be known in Waco. God, on earth as it is in heaven, in Waco as it is in heaven. So Father, for these three especially, we're, we're grateful and we thank God for them. In the name of Christ, we all pray together. And all God's people said, amen, amen. And, and amen. Thank you, Madam Chief and Mr. Mayor, Mr. City Manager. You can be seated. Grateful to you all. And then we have one last way we're going to pray for our community. And you... We'll see that on the next screen. We're going to pray for WIND. That's our after-school uh, mentoring program that we have for kids at Dean Highland Elementary. Every school day they come here uh, for, for a meal, to hear the gospel, to help them with their homework, to let them play, to, to be encouraged. We're going to pray for Dean Highland. That's our partner elementary school just a few blocks away from here. We're going to pray for God's favor and protection over that school. And we're going to pray for the Wellness Center as it nears completion, that God would prepare us and prepare it 
for ministry in our neighborhood. We're going to pray in the same way because there's a lot of volunteers uh, that serve in these places. There's some teachers from Dean Highland that are here today as well. So we're going to pray aloud that, that they might be encouraged, that they might be strengthened, but also just the, 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 the prayers of the saints would rise like incense before the throne of God today. So church, you did a great job just then. Let's do it again. Let's pray out loud and pray together for these three things that you see on the screen. Father, we thank you for the ministry of wind, Lord, for the dozens, the hundreds of kids who have walked through it the past almost 10 years now who have heard the gospel. God, we want to say thank you right now for the many kids through wind who've been saved, who've been baptized, Lord, who are involved in this church now, Lord, because they were invited in, they were loved, they were fed, they were taught, they were encouraged. Lord, we pray for, for EJ, Lord, for Imogene Severide, our wind director, Lord, that you would bless her with, with wisdom and strength for this coming semester. We pray for all the volunteers and the volunteers that we don't even know about yet. God, would you continue to bring volunteers to serve in wind? God, most of all, we pray for the salvation of the hearts of those kids Lord, who enter in. Lord, we pray for Dean Highland. Thank you for our partner school right down the street, God. I thank you that that's where, uh, not on that, in that particular school, but it was in Dean Highland. This church was founded 99 and a half years ago. Lord, that has been a school that's been important to this church for 99 and a half years now. Lord, we love that school. God, we would pray, especially within our present climate, that you would protect that school. You'd protect every child that enters into that school. You'd protect every faculty member, every staff member, every teacher that walks in. Father, again, we pray that same prayer. Be a shield about Dean Highland Elementary. And God, even as kids and teachers enter in, they would know that they're being prayed for. Or that the, that the, the, the God of the universe himself loves them and sees them and cares for them. And God, for the Wellness Center, as, as the last stages are being completed, Lord, even these coming weeks, Lord, we pray that place would be a place of help and hope, a place where Jesus was esteemed, Jesus was proclaimed, Jesus is being treasured. And God, we would pray right now, and we'll even thank you in advance right now. This is how much faith we have, God. We'll thank you in advance for the lives that are saved because of the ministries that take place in that wellness center. 
God, we know you can do that. We ask that you would do that. In the name of Jesus, that we pray for Wim and Dean Highland and the Wellness Center. And again, all God's people said, amen and amen. We're gonna wrap up by singing some more. It just seems like the right thing to do, but we're gonna continue to pray um, even as we sing. So here's what we're gonna do. Really four things. The altars are open. If you wanna just leave your seat, I know there's a lot of us in here today, maybe scooting down a, a, a row, but just to scoot out of your seat and come and kneel before the Lord. Now, why would you come and kneel before the Lord? Maybe you wanna kneel before him and say, 2023 is yours, God, and I trust you. You may wanna kneel before the Lord and say, my life is yours, my heart belongs to you. Maybe the past it has not fully belonged to you, but God, my heart, it will fully belong to you. Maybe you wanna come and just lay down some of your fears, your concerns, maybe some of your disappointments. Maybe you wanna come and lay down some of your, your, your hope, uh, for the future, some of your dreams for the future. Just kind of lay that before the Lord. God, here's my dreams. And here's the hope that I'm holding on to. God, would you meet me here at this place? Today, also, we're gonna have some prayer leaders here at the front. Uh, the Weibles and the Durmals will be down here. Uh, the Oaks and the Rosses will be over here. If you wanna come and pray with us and partner with us, we'd love to pray over you, to pray for you, to agree with you in prayer. Our elders will also be here today, and one elder to the far right, one elder to the far left. If you're here today and you have a health issue or sickness, an emotional health issue that you'd want prayer for, uh, this is why the elders every Sunday are there at these corners to pray over you, to anoint you with oil, just as the Lord has asked us to in James chapter five. The scripture has asked us to in James chapter five. And then lastly, you'll see some prayer requests that came in last week along the bottom of the screens. And so as we're singing these next few songs, you can just pray for those who have asked for prayer. You can celebrate with those who are celebrating the goodness of God. So church, let's continue to, to say, I mean, really what is singing, but, but prayer set to a melody, prayer set to music. We're, we're praying to God as we sing, but if you wanna come and kneel and come and pray with the leader here, go pray with an elder, pray through those things at the bottom. This is the, the time for us to continue to be a praying church. Jesus got most upset when he flipped those tables. We forget what he said after the flipping. My house will be called a house of prayer for all the nations. So let's continue to sing. Let's continue to seek the Lord. Would you stand with me, please? And won't you please come? <laughs>